a young man who dedicates a significant amount of his performing energy to our troops. Today on the Music Universe Podcast. Oh, hey man, how's it going? Oh, it goes great. How are you, buddy? I'm not too bad. Not getting stir crazy myself because I'm staying busy with the website and the podcast. Uh, How about you? Well, you know, last night into this morning was the first day where it was really like, oh gosh, Groundhog's Day. But I enjoy being with my family. Max is here. We have, there's there's like a room in the house for everybody. My parents are upstairs in the living room. Uh, I said today to a colleague, I said, when I finish what I'm doing, I I just get up and my commute home is 10 steps to the recliner in front of the big (laughs) screen TV. And I just watch TV. I just binge on Homeland and Ozark and Better Call Saul. I'm just, I just love television a little too much. <laughs> you know, and usually I, I do too, but with uh, all the interviews we've had booked, I've been staying busy with putting together marketing stuff and editing these things that I haven't had a whole lot of time to watch TV. Our guest today is Lucas Hogue. He is a young country singer, A lot has a very, very strong fan base, has been taking advantage of this quarantine himself to do a lot of Facebook Lives. We talked about that. But I was most impressed with his interest in making sure the troops feel appreciated by performing overseas and everything he does for veterans. Absolutely. Um, you know, you kind of went there with him. You asked him his age and you're kind of, you know, making a point there that people, uh, even my age, which I'm around the same age as him, we, um, we need to support our troops more. And a lot of millennials, so to speak, I don't consider myself one, but whatever, don't necessarily have that, uh, backing of the troops. And, uh, I, I find it disrespectful, but, uh, Luke, is very, um, very involved in that and uh, makes me respect uh, any artist even more so than I did before when you put the troops uh, on your side there. I love it. Lucas Hogue, thank you for joining us here today at the Music Universe podcast. How, uh, how are you doing in our quarantine time? Oh, man. Uh, it's good. Thank you guys, first of all, for having me on. Um, it's going good, you know, just uh, plugging away, trying to do as much as we can. Um, while staying in and keep the wheels turning as much as possible. What have you been doing creatively to keep those juices flowing, to stay on top of things, stay active while at home? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, obviously, I, I get up every morning and I work out like crazy. <laughs> get that pent-up <laughs> energy out, first yep. of all. And then um, uh, I do lots of uh, video um, writing sessions with my writing tool. And then um, I'll try and record stuff. You know, in the house here, I've got a little studio in the house that I can record at. And then um, I do lots of uh, Facebook, Instagram Live, trying to keep up with people on social media, doing uh, all sorts of different things to keep people entertained as well. This quarantine has basically caused the industry not only to shut down, but find new ways to write and new ways to communicate with each other like people haven't probably really thought of doing because you could get that in-person uh, writing session with someone at, uh, you know, at a coffee shop or at home or wherever you guys were doing it. So how does this uh, change things as far as the writing sessions go with the video conferencing? Well, it definitely is challenging, but uh, thankfully I've been able to do some of these uh, writing sessions like this um, for quite a number of, of years with people that are on the West Coast and the East Coast and a lot of people overseas as well, you know, we've sat down and wrote with. And, um, 
we found out that it is a lot easier with one or two people. Once you get three or more, <laughs> it gets pretty hard to do. <laughs> but, um, you know, we just make, make do with the, the most that we've got. And um, thank God for the technology that we do have in times like this so that we can keep, uh, keep things going as much as, as possible. Are these times inspiring any kind of song ideas? We've been asking people, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of art that comes out of this, and I couldn't think of a better situation than this right now for a country music song. Yeah, there's been definitely lots of uh, a lot of interesting topics <laughs> that have been brought up in <laughs> sessions uh, so far. Um, some good, some not so good, <laughs> but all in all, very, very entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> Love it. How you mentioned, buddy mentioned the live streams. I know you're doing one after we wrap here. How has this time allowed you to connect with fans? Do you find that you're closer to your fans now that you have the time at home, or how's that? How's that shifting for you as well? You know, I think I think we are. We all kind of have to reach out and be more um, tangible, I guess, to all of our fans because everybody's out there going through the same thing. We're all literally going through the same thing together. You know, these these people that have lost their jobs and we've lost our tour dates and festivals and things like that. So everybody's literally going through the same really cruddy ordeal. So everybody's got a lot to lose. So it's just great to be able to bring, you know, just a little bit of a – take them out of everybody's little element for, for a little bit during the day, you know, if at all possible. And there's so many entertainers that are, are stepping up to the plate and really opening up them, them, themselves and their homes and – and just everything to uh, just bring a little bit of love around as much as possible. Oh, yeah, totally. We definitely need music to get us through this. I know people, some artists are delaying album releases, some are dropping album releases, and I know your new album, Dirty South, it ascended to number one on the Billboard Country album sales charts during its debut week. Congratulations, and that's a big feat. Thanks, man. Yeah, still still surreal you know thinking back about how everybody pulled together and and made it happen you know touring all over the world and everybody just came together and it was it was really amazing to have that that was 2017 right that's correct yeah so now working on new music uh are you going to try to top yourself as far as the statistics are concerned i mean do you feel the pressure having achieved that for the for the next record um, it's going to be really hard with the sales and stuff. I mean, we were right on the cusp of, you know, um, everybody kind of folding over to pretty much online only and, and digital and streaming and everything. So being able to mm -hmm. top those uh, those numbers is going to be tough, but we're definitely topping the production of the music and just the quality of, of the content. I'm so excited about this new project that we're working on right now. I've got a great producer that's uh, – a great friend as well and he's wanting to sit down and we're just going to really make this the best that I've ever done kind of a reinvent myself a little bit and uh, come out with a whole new a whole new me <laughs> uh, do you have a timeline on when we might be able to hear that you know there really is no timeline we're kind of doing you know songs at a time these days so it's not going to be a whole collective of, of music per se like an album would be so we're releasing you know probably one song a month or two songs a month and and going that route and is and, and at the end we'll put it in a collective playlist and you know probably as a album as well but um you know it's just how people are consuming these days yeah everything's just streaming 
It's so interesting that we got to this point, and that's the evolution, because you take somebody, you know, a lot of the 90s artists like to say, I'm an album artist, and an album paints a picture, and then a lot of the new folks come along like you and say, well, I'm okay releasing it a couple of a couple of singles, a couple of releases to iTunes at a time. Where do you fall when you write? Do you try to write for an album, or do you just try to write the song and, and keep it self-contained? You know, that's a great question because, I mean, I always thought of myself as an album guy, too, just because that's the era I grew up on, listening to all those guys putting their projects together. So I was like, you know, I want to have those albums that, you know, tell that story of the evolution of your music and all that stuff. But now, I mean, you got to evolve with the times, unfortunately, and, and fortunately, because everything's so tangible now and everybody, everything's just direct to consumer. <laughs> so oh, <yeah. laughs> it's just... Uh, those things that you, you kind of just try and write the best possible song that you can every time you sit down. And and you mentioned that you've toured the world and you're eager to get back out there just like everyone else is. Um, tell us about your uh, military support. I know you've gone to the Middle East and have performed for the last 10 years as part of the Wrangler National Patriot Tour. Just tell us about uh, your work with that. Yeah, it, it was amazing, you know, and it's unfortunate that we won't be able to go this year. Um, keep that ball rolling just because of everything that we're involved in right now with what's happening but um to be able to go over there and to hang out and talk to our servicemen and women that are out there fighting the good fight for us every single day i mean it's just surreal to be able to sit down across them in in the war zone over there and just take them out of their element for a little bit show them some love and and tell tell them how much we all support them back here and just to keep on doing what they're doing because if it's not for them we wouldn't be able to do what we do Oh, absolutely. I come from a military background, so I know how important that is. But how scary is that for you, too, to have to go to a war zone and actually do your job? You know, there was a few, a few times that it got pretty hairy, I ain't going to lie. We were in some uh, little forward operating bases that we probably shouldn't have been, but we wanted to make sure that we got out to as many people as possible and uh, take a little bit of home to them and um, – so, yeah, there's definitely been a couple times, but, you know, most of the time it's it's a great feeling. It's a great environment. We've got great people looking out for us, and uh, nobody's really been in harm's way all that much. So it's, it's been fantastic to just be a part of it every single year. Oh, great. It's wonderful. I wanted to ask, and it's relevant to what we're talking about. It's not the most polite question, uh, but how old are you, Lucas? How old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> stunning, Matt. The point. Uh, I'm the point I want to. Well, I, the point I'm trying to make with that is you're at the tail end of what's considered the millennial generation, and our generation gets a bad rap for not supporting the troops and uh, that kind of thing. And it's so great when somebody from my generation, from your generation does that so i want to say thank you not only for supporting the troops but being willing to show it and talk about it because we don't have enough of that in this country i agree and i think we need more of it especially now oh thank you very much i feel honored that they keep asking me to go over and then entertain and and share the love because i mean honestly if, if once you go over i wish everybody i wish we could literally take a giant plane full of people that don't mm-hmm. get it Take them over there and let them see what these men and women go through day in and day out for six months to a year at a time, uh, and they would they would definitely change their mind. 
I fully support that. Agree. So, so were you scheduled at C- uh, were you scheduled at CMA Fest? That was just canceled. Were you scheduled to to do something there? Yeah, we always do a lot there with uh, booth signings and different mm-hmm. stages throughout. And so it's 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 pretty sad to see something like that that has been going on for so many years have to cancel. But you know, I think everybody's doing their part to try and whip this thing in the bud as much as possible. So uh, you know, we're going to come out bigger and better on the end. Yeah, I I agree absolutely. And, and I think all the artists, including yourself, who are doing these live streams, just keeps people uh wanting to i think it keeps them motivated to to beat this thing because they just miss being able to even go out which i know it's not a government like mandated that oh you must stay home you know it's recommended and people just need to do it and go to the internet and check out these live streams and see what you're going to be able to see in person once all this stuff lifts absolutely man that's that's absolutely right just got to keep trying to hang tough (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that two kids on the block huh? hanging tough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Oh my gosh. I saw them. They still got it. Oh yeah. They got the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, knock it off. Um, <laughs> well, Lucas, we know you got that uh live stream to go to go prepare for. So we just want to say thank you for spending some of this time in uh isolation with us and we wish you nothing but the best and uh, we'll be watching yeah take care hey likewise guys and, and feel free to call anytime happy to come on the show appreciate you guys having me on it really means a lot now luke's gonna go far there yes he is uh and there is just so much to look out for like i said he's not really i don't want to call him a new artist i knew his name and i'm sure i've heard some of his songs because i was looking him up and and look i'm honest i don't try to bs somebody and say oh yeah i love your work and i'm not familiar with them at all not that you do it i'm just saying in general there are hosts and producers out there that will feign years-long familiarity i don't and but see that's what i love because sometimes interviews to me they can do two things you can get to the heart of something you've always wanted to ask somebody you're a big fan of or you it's like unwrapping a present finding out a lot about somebody. I've become fans. I've become fans of a lot. I've become a fan of a lot of artists over the years simply because I've interviewed them or I went to see them in concert for the first time thanks to a press ticket. So I just think it's completely disrespectful. Oh, yeah. And I have same to say, here, Lucas has here. a new fan in me after today and after the work we did to uh, make sure he had a good interview. Oh, absolutely. And everyone needs to check out his Facebook Live. Uh, concerts there um, and chats. Uh, I checked one out uh, right after we did the interview and uh, I, it looked like he had um, perhaps, I believe it said it was his uncle uh, playing guitar with him and that he was uh, FaceTiming and uh, put that in there. Um, now you guys may remember him uh, one thing and uh, unfortunately we didn't touch on this he had a song called The Power of Garth remember that one? Yes, yes, I do. That was him. It reached 29 on the Billboard Indicator charts in 2018. So oh, wow. big, big Garth fan, as are we. And we, you know, we we kind of stuck with the the talking points that we we saw. Um, and you know, we, we're doing these things back to back, so you're bound to miss a few few things in there. But uh, that that's a good song. So that's uh, that. Hopefully, you'll all be familiar with him. Uh, based on that song, if you're not familiar with 
the voice, you're familiar with the song, then you can be familiar with the voice. Alrighty, well that's it for us today on the Music Universe Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.